Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rampant Mumblings. If this is your first time listening, thank you. And if you've listened before, thank you. Oh, and that reminds me, I need to do a bit of housekeeping, a bit of follow-up. So, in every podcast, I politely ask that you just you know, leave a bit of feedback. And people have, but Captain Dumbass here has been using Commentcast. Commentcast is a little app for the Mac that goes off and scans the entire internet doohickey for anyone who's left comments. Now, it worked, sort of, for UK comments. And I thought, ah, well, if it's worked for UK comments and it's pulling everything from there, hopefully it will be pulling comments from around the world. No. Damn. I had to use a website called podcastreview.com, which is all right. Just a shame they want to charge... Uh, well, I, I say just a shame they want to charge $5. God, it just goes to show how ingrained, you know, cheap how cheap everything needs to be uh, for us to actually consider buying it but you think about five dollars a month you know for the price of a coffee a month or less than a coffee i do like that equation i mean if you think about it you know just what you actually get for a coffee you spend longer waiting in line than you do actually drinking the blinking thing anyway that's a that's a whole different rant altogether and i'm sure carl madden will uh, have something to say about that but anyway, uh, there's a website called podcastreview.com and I've signed up for the 30-day free trial. And you know what? I am going to subscribe to it and not be so blinking cheap. And that's shown me that I've got two more reviews from people in the US of A. Now, normally I'd insert the music here and read out the review, but as I'm on the airfield, I can't. So I'm going to do that one when I do my normal cast back at the desk. So to those two of you who have left a review and I haven't mentioned it and I've sounded like oh no one's left me a review but you know you have I apologize sorry about that it has all been fixed and I will do something special for you two in the next episode when I'm uh, back at the Mac speaking of Mac based stuff uh, I've been bidding on Mac minis this week just to see if I can find a bit of a bargain and they hold their value something blooming rotten and I didn't think the spec of was that good but I keep forgetting, you know, the spec of a Mac. How do I put this? It's not bloody bad considering how long the hardware lasts. I mean, like I said in a previous show, I've got a 2009 MacBook Pro. I've shoved an SSD in it, uh, and it's still going strong now. The only reason I'm sort of really considering wanting to upgrade is obviously, you know, sounds a bit stupid, this, for the sake of podcasting, for bouncing and processing and... You know, just all those little things. But other than that, using things like Pixelmator for complex images, doing podcast editing, uh, blogging, which is all very simple stuff, it's fine. And it'll even chug out XCOM, which is my favourite new addiction. Um, I'm going to have news on that as well, by the way. I'll cover that one next with no problem at all. We've also been talking on the Google Plus forums, again, thanks to the Mac and Forth community. I have got my own Google Plus community, but I'm thinking, well, the, my posts don't really add anything to towards having a sort of discussion. They're all news pieces. And when you go to a website and you see, like, the comments at the bottom, uh, like, unlike, let's say, for example, sites like The Verge or Neowin, well, Neowin is particularly the worst because they just absolutely start trolling, then... I, I tend to join in more with an existing community to uh, to be part of that community and start my own, just purely because I think, well, you know, I, I really enjoy that interaction, and I could go through the hassle of starting up and promoting it and all that, but, you know, people are in green, so I 
prefer to join in with other people, but that's just my preference. Anyway, we were having a discussion about uh, the Mac Mini uh, and working on just an iPad. Now, working on an iPad is something that I have tried before. There's only one sort of major stumbling block, and that's image editing. Now, I know Pixelmator has just come out, sorry, just come out, it's been released on the uh, iPhone and iPad. And when it was out for 99p on a sale the other week, absolutely snapped it up. The only problem I find is dealing with resizing images. So on my stories, I will have a hero image. So I think it's like 9... 990 by 560 something I'm experimenting with at the moment. So you create that in Pixelmator, you drop your image in, which is too big, but then when you resize it and export it, it just looks blinking horrible. It's smudged and it, it doesn't look like it's done a, um, a resize with a particular filter. And I'm not even gonna try and pronounce the name of that filter. So it's possible, I just haven't found a solution for it. And I really do, like working in that single focus environment. I've always found that when I get the, the mood going and I've only got one window I can look at instead of flipping out and flipping back, it does have an impact on my writing. So I'm gonna try that. Now, the chap whose name I forget because it's Saturday morning, uh, and let's face it, after a Friday night, I'm, the brain is never gonna be that work, working too well on me said that you can pretty much do it and it was a post over at macstories.net about working solely on the iPad. The only thing you probably can't do is podcasting. Now I'm not sure if that still applies. So when I do a show and I'm you know, a desk-based show, I record the audio, uh, splice the track, insert the, uh, the music or the jingles or anything like that, or what I will do if I'm uh, mobile, I use Opinion and then insert an audio file there. So I can kind of do it on the fly. Now I know you can do that on GarageBand. So that's, that'll be the first step. But I suppose the only thing I wouldn't be able to do would be a two-way call with Skype. So I get where they're coming from on that one uh, because you can't loop out and then loop back in. So I think it's possible for a one-man show like this but if you want a guest, then you're sort of uh, a bit scuppered, I think. Not entirely sure now. I might have another think about it. Anyways, on to something completely different-ish. Apple Music. Apple Music have only got 11 million subscribers in the five weeks that they've been launched. And I was listening to another podcast, and the people on there were like disappointed to say, oh my God, Apple have only got 11 million people in five weeks. And I thought... But you know what? There's a little bit of a there's a little bit of credence to that. I think. I mean, yeah, like so Spotify have 20 million subscriptions and however million active subscriptions and listens and all that sort of stuff. Now you could say 11 million isn't much considering that this is a music streaming service for free. And everyone knows that the moment those three months are up, two things are going to happen. Happen there's going to be an absolute backlash against Apple because they're going to say, oh, Apple automatically recharged me after the three-month period. And if that does happen for you, I've got sympathy, but it's also your own fault, you know? We've all done it. I've done it. And, uh, God, blimey, uh, was it last year? I realised I had a phone bill with T-Mobile for a SIM that went from £12 a month on a one-year offer 
up to 35. Yeah, that was a mistake to make. But anyway, so that's going to happen. The second thing is anyone's going to be reporting, oh, Apple, Apple users have plummeted on Apple Music and stuff like that. Now, that's the, the two words there, Apple and Apple. And I think it's completely, completely unfair, in my little personal opinion, to judge Apple Music as failing or not being as big as it should be because of iPhones and iPads. Now, what do I mean by that? So let's take some really rubbish math. So if there's 11 million people uh, that have subscribed, but there's 100 million iPhones out in the market, you've got 10% of those people have signed up. That's not bad. Now, the reason that people are saying Apple, um, Apple Music is a failure because it's all based on the number of Apple devices out there and it hasn't penetrated as wide and big as people thought it should do. Now, this makes the very, very big assumption that everyone who has an iPhone is going to want a streaming music service. And this also doesn't take into account how many people have also subscribed to Spotify, RDO, Deezer. I've got a review coming of Deezer as well. I must, uh, must chase that one up. Um, if you see what I mean. So, you know, you take out this like, massive chunk of like iPhone, people say, well... You know, look how many iPhones there. There should be more people. Not necessarily. You're never going to get 100% penetration. And let's face it, for something that's only five weeks old, it's primarily aimed at Apple users. And I think that's going to be the key in marketing to say, you know, it's available on more than an Apple device because it's available for Android. I don't think it's too bad, personally. The main comments I've heard and read about Apple Music is not so much the music creation... Uh, the music types, the amount of music, but how you need to train it first for you to get the most of it. And I fell foul to this because to start with, I was listening to pretty much, you know, my own music collection. And I believe Dr. Richard Harkness had the same sort of problem as well when I met up with him the other week. Yes, I do like to put a name drop in. But then after a bit of training, it started showing me more new music and everything like that. So for me, it's been really good. Am I going to subscribe? No. I don't think I am. I'm not, I'm not in a place where I need streaming music at the moment. Uh, it's another bill that I don't really want. But that doesn't mean I don't like it. It just means that, you know, that's life, really. I would say the only problem I sort of have with uh, Apple Music or uh, Beats One or whatever it is, is that it's still a bit too clicky and a bit too tappy. Um, and I think that's... The, and what I mean by that is, like, well... So, for example, clicking on the heart when listening to a radio station, um, it loves that radio station. Well, that's not what I was thinking. I was hoping uh, you click on the heart and it adds that track. Instead, you've got to, as I've said before, you have to go up to the play line, hover, wait for the three dots, click, and then click to go to add to my music. And that just seems a very meh sort of way to do it, really. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if on the September 9th event we get a bit of an iTunes makeover because they can only sort of keep going 12 dot on the old iTunes versions before, you know, they have to hit an impasse and go, right, this this mini player at the top, this library system isn't really working now. Uh, it's sort of, there's too much of a mashup, in my opinion, between the music that I don't own and the music that I do own 
uh, right now. And this is just sort of, I've got to admit, I haven't really played with iTunes. I just tend to use Radium uh, and listen to all my, all my music that way. Radium is a lovely, lovely little internet player uh, which stays at the side. Of, and it's, it's really, it's one, of my, it's one of my first apps I reviewed, if I remember. But anyway, that's just my thoughts on it, that the number of devices is not always going to correlate to the number of sales. And I think it's a little bit sort of um, oh, self-serving, I want to say. I can't think of the right word right now, but it just seems a bit bonkers to think, oh, well, there should be more people because there's loads and loads of iPhones. There may be loads and loads of iPhones, but not everybody wants a streaming music service. So anyway, that's that one. We got to the end of the podcast in the end. As always, you can follow me on the Twitter at Ocean Speed, and I've hit over 100 people. It's like blinking heck, I never thought that was going to happen. So thank you if you, if you subscribed or have subscribed to the old Twitter feed. Uh, it's a bit dull at the moment, I'm working on that. Uh, I've really got to start training again, and I'll uh, be posting all of my Runkeeper stuff there so people can see just how out of shape I've got and hopefully follow the path back to not being so uh, ridiculously unfit. Of course, I'm still writing over at essentialmac.co.uk. And then, of course, there is this little podcast, Rumpet Mumblings. And if you do leave some feedback, I will give you a name check and I will try and find a little something in the way of thank you. So until next time, take it easy, have a good weekend. Or if you're listening to this on a Monday or a Tuesday in your car, in your wagon, on the road or doing whatever, take it easy. And until next time, ta-da!